Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. It is Sunday. Hopefully you're having a good weekend. Uh, I'm Simon Scholes, founder and creative director of Perception Studios, the award-winning visual marketing agency. And we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on social media, be it video, animation, aerial photography, graphics, all sorts of different types of stuff. Um, we take them all the way through the whole creative process. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not all small businesses had a budget set aside for having content created on a regular basis for their social media. But as we all know, consistency is key to having an audience grow on your social media platforms. So I wanted to try and help as many people as possible understand what they could do themselves for free. What could you do yourself that won't cost you a penny, but will cost you time? Turned it into a book. It went to number one on Amazon, How to Nine Times Your Social Media. You can download it for free right now on the link in the description box below. Um, but what I want to do is just try and help as many people get creating content. I've been doing live videos about this. I do daily content about it. The podcast goes out all the time. I've got stuff on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, everywhere. Just trying to get you on that content creation journey. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Good morning. How are you diddling? Excellent. Me too. And which we're asking, welcome to a brand new week, another episode of Dazed and Confused. It's a damp Monday, but we're going to start the week the way we mean to go on uh, with content creation, your social media smashing it, and uh, loads of video content as well, which is what we want to specialize in. Uh, how are you doing? Excellent. We are here. We're live. We're live on Periscope. We're on Facebook on a bunch of pages, YouTube, Instagram live as well. Uh, we're here to answer your questions today. If you've got any questions you want to ask me about social media, about video, stick them in the comments on whatever platform you're watching on. I'll do my best as I possibly can do to answer them today. And if not today, maybe in another live at some point. Um, anyway, so I am here to kind of answer those questions, but I'm also going to be talking about the fact that it is stilt walking day. What on earth has that got to do with social media? We'll chat about that in a bit. Um, but first things first, who on earth am I? I am Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Uh, we're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create content that really helps them stand out on social media, be that video, animation, aerial work, photography, graphics, all sorts of different types of stuff. However, a few years ago, it became quite obvious to me not every brand, not every business had the budget to have content created consistently. Now, they could have campaigns made for them and all that kind of stuff, but social media is all about consistency, having content going out all the time. Because of that, what could you do as a brand, as a business, to help stay ahead of the game? What could you do yourself? What could you do for free? So I came up with a process. I called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. Um, and basically, it is a process I take all my customers through, all my clients through. I eventually turned it into a book. It went to number one on Amazon. It's still available for free until August, where you can download it right now on the link in the section below on this piece of content. So go click on that and download your free copy of the book. And it'll just take you through the whole process of everything from planning to podcasting, anything else 
that sticks in between as well. So um, yeah, hopefully you can get some value from that and hopefully you can get some value from these videos, which is kind of what it's all connected to, just trying to help you get on that content creation journey and start making stuff for your brand, for your business. We've been through some crazy times recently. Um, what we, what, week 20 now, something like that, of kind of part lockdown, part out of lockdown now for some people. Um, but it's all about just getting your brand out there, getting people know, knowing who you are, talking about you, what it is that you do, knowing the value that you give. So when you reach out and say would you like to buy what it is that i do they're more willing to do so because you've given them so much in the first place and if they need your service if you are removing a level of pain for them then they're likely to come to you to help do that okay so national still walking day and um, that's a good fun one isn't it we'll talk about that and um, good morning to ed mcintyre by the way who's joined us on facebook live and yes there was a countdown at the beginning i'm uh, playing around with some of the video functions that are available on Streamyard now and um, it's a recent update and i'm trying to see what kind of video content works and what doesn't and there's some bits and pieces that i have that i'd love to use but it won't play them um, so I need to find out what video formats it works with and what it doesn't and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, right. So National Still Walking Day. It's an interesting one. And I found a way of tying this back into social media, I promise you. Um, so it's Stilts Day, Still Walking Day. I used to have a set of stilts when I was a kid. Um, and I know how difficult it was to learn to walk on stilts. It was really, really hard. And these guys who do it around the streets without even holding on, because I had just had the holdy on ones. If you don't, if you're doing it without even holding on, you just got them strapped to your leg and off you go. God, that must take some serious training and some serious skill and a serious amount of effort and patience and trying to keep doing it. And that's where I feel it ties right smack bang into social media. Just like going to the gym. You wouldn't go to the gym and expect to walk out looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You wouldn't tie a set of stilts to your leg and expect to be able to instantly walk around on them. Some people might be able to, but it's not likely to happen. And that's the same as social media. Some people might be lucky enough that one piece of content that they put out goes stratospheric and helps them become the next big influencer. Not saying they're influencers, but Charlie Bit My Finger, one of the first ever big viral videos, is kind of a prime example of that. They built a business off the back of that. The kids grew up, and they're still creating content now. That's an example of somebody fluking it, getting one piece of content, and it going stratospheric. It's not likely to happen. There are millions of other creators out there who make content on a regular basis, can make content that is the greatest looking, the best sounding content that there is available, and you will never, ever know about them, ever, because the algorithms just don't put them in front of you. So what can you do? You just need to keep being valued. You need to keep giving that content to your niche audience, because so many people will just kind of go, right, I just want to talk to everybody. And that's great. Don't get me wrong. When you first start in business, it's so difficult to get yourself into the mindset of, I'm going to niche down because I want to work for everybody who wants to take money, give me money. And that's kind of like the first process that you go through in your mind. Well, why would I want to niche down to that area when somebody else might want to pay me money? You're not saying you'll never work with anybody else, but you still need to have your niche. And that's where your content niche comes in as well. Because if you try and talk to everybody, then you're going to end up not being seen by anybody. So you need to start talking to one single person 
one single group of people and start creating content for them. But there's that element of patience that has to come into it. This is not going to happen quickly for you. This does not happen quickly for anybody, anybody at all. Nobody ever comes to social media and instantly has an audience. You can instantly grow like maybe 10, 20 people. Maybe your friends could follow you, so it could be 120 people. But that's not a massive audience, and those people need to be liking your content for other people to get in front of you. So you're better off building a niche audience rather than buying audience or just follow for follow and all these kind of things. So you've got to have a level of patience when it comes to creating your content on social media. Don't expect it to hit hard straight away. There are people I know who have created content that they love creating, and it did okay but not amazingly well. And then suddenly they've just gone, right, okay, I'm going to keep doing that, but I've got this passion here that I'm going to start doing stuff on. This is what I really, really want to push hard on. And so they start pushing hard on this new form of content. They create new channels connected to this new form of content. And suddenly it flies because it just hits home. It, they've niched down. They've gone, right, okay, I'm going to talk to this set of people. And it worked. And it's worked for a number of people that I know. So stop worrying about trying to talk to everybody as a brand and as a business. It's difficult to do that, I know, because you do want everybody as your potential customer. But it does, you're not alienating anybody. You're just giving value to one specific niche. And if somebody else gets value from it, awesome. Just like my content is aimed at one particular niche. But if everybody gets value from it, then that is brilliant. Because I want to help as many people as I possibly can do. But I know that my main niche is a specific set of people. So hopefully you're going to go away from this live video today and stop worrying about the vanity metrics that are behind the numbers that you get, the number of followers, the number of likes, the number of shares, the number of views, whatever it might be. You're going to stop worrying about that because you're going to understand it's going to take a level of time for you to grow an audience who care about you who care about what it is that you've got to say, who are going to constantly engage with it, interact with your content. It's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. But it will happen if you are consistent. The amount of people I've seen give it a month and then stop because, well, I've been trying for four weeks and it's not worked. You've tried for four weeks. That's nothing. That's like a gnat of time on social media. You've got to keep going. Consistency is key. I have taken like three years to build to the point where I am now with my audience. On my YouTube channel, when I used to do vlogging, it took me five years to get to 5,000 subscribers. So like 1,000 subscribers a year. That's a lot of people watching, but it took me a long time to get there. And then suddenly I decided I'm going to change my content. Um, what an arsehole. Um, but yeah, you've got to have a level of patience. It takes a long time for this kind of stuff to happen. It's not going to happen quickly. 12, 24, 36 months. But if you keep doing that, keep giving that organic value that you can give, and then now and again slipping in that ask, that sell, then they're going to more likely want to buy from you. I'm not saying they will buy from you, but you've got a better chance if you've given them so much value and taken time and you've had patience rather than literally trying to get your hand in their pants straight away because nobody does that. So just have a level of patience, just like walking on stilts for stilt walking day. You wouldn't get a pair of stilts on and expect to be able to walk on them straight away. You wouldn't expect social media to hit hard and you have an audience of millions of people straight away. 
It just may never even happen. But you will get an audience of people who care about what it is you've got to say if you are patient and keep talking to your niche. Okay, excellent. Hopefully you've uh, you've enjoyed that. Um, right, we're going to answer some questions. If you've got any questions you want to ask, stick them into the comments on whatever platform you're watching on. Hello to James Jimbo, 11 who's joined us, and uh, Kevin Popino as well on Instagram Live. Um, Ed's got a question for us on Facebook. Let's have a look at this. A proper question. When premiering a video on YouTube and Facebook, I guess, is it important for you to be there in the comments section at the time chatting to the live viewers if you can? Absolutely. It really is. It's not always possible. So sometimes I will put a piece of content live at a specific time. I try to put my filmed content live at 6 p.m. whenever it's the days it goes live. So that will be Tuesdays and Thursdays. I can't always be there because obviously I'm daddy daycare at the moment. So that's not always possible. However, premiering it gives you that opportunity to dive in there and talk to people live in the comments, which if you're going to do, let them know you're going to do that by putting content out on other channels, on Twitter, on Facebook, on whatever other channels, even on YouTube, on your community page and all that kind of stuff, and let them know, by the way, brand new piece of content going live tonight. It's all about X, and I'm going to be in the comment section answering your questions as well. So then people are more inclined to come and watch that piece of content. But also, don't forget, premiering is a great way of the community watching a piece of content together and actually talking to each other in the comments section and having a chat as well. There are a lot of creators who will do premieres and are never there on the actual live when it goes live because they don't have the time necessarily to do it sometimes. And also, um, their audience is so big that the comment sections are scrolling by and, and just like kind of feeding each other. So a lot of people will spend their time chatting to each other. So there's two aspects to it. If you can be there live, absolutely be there live on that premiere because it really makes a huge difference to the engagement of the content on both Facebook and on YouTube, specifically on YouTube. Um, but if you can't be there, remember it's a way of the community talking to each other as well. So let them know it's still going to premiere at a certain time so that they can be there and talk to each other and talk about the content as well, especially if you've got a, a relatively large audience because it makes it that more of a community feel. If you've only got five or six people, Still, it's great, but more than that, even better. Brilliant. So hopefully that answers your question, Ed. Um, fingers crossed it does. Anyway, right, let's have a, a quick look at the questions here. Right, okay. Oh, right, okay. So Carl is saying, um, I'm really struggling to understand what to create content-wise for my business. Can you help? Okay, Carl, I have no idea what your business is, but... I will take you back to pretty much step two of any business that I work with. Step one is understand who you're talking to. Hopefully, you already know that, who your ideal customer is, who your avatar is. So if you know that, the next step is actually planning some content, Carl. You need to sit down and understand what content you're going to be creating. Now, I try and make life as easy as I possibly can for people. So in my book, How to Nine Times Your Social Media, which you can download now for free in the section below. It's free until August the 1st, so get your copy now before you have to pay for it. Um, but if you uh, don't want to get a copy, basically what I do is I get people to plan. So you need to sit down and look at what events are essentially happening because I'm trying to make this easy for you. So what's happening? So for example, today's still walking day. So I have done content about still walking day and tied it back into social media. 
what could you do with Saltwalking Day for your particular business or whatever other days are happening today? There's quite a few of them. There's lots of different websites I use. I will link them all up in the section below after this live. They're not there at the moment, so don't go looking. But I will put the links below after this live, and you can go and take a look at some of the special days, events, websites that I use. And it's kind of like what's happening today, days of days, and all that kind of stuff. And basically, it's like Cancer Week or Cancer Month or certain specific days, like Still Walking Day. They're all listed there. And then you look at how you can turn your content back into those particular events. Number one, it just makes it a little bit easier for you to think about what you're going to write about, what you can talk about. But also, it makes it easier for you when you're putting a piece of content out that you can tie it back into that hashtag because people will be using the hashtag because that day is happening. So today is still day. So I will, on all my content, somewhere down the lines, when I'm talking about actually having a level of patience, will use still day as one of my hashtags so that anybody searching for that particular hashtag today because it is that day happening right now will find potentially my content go and have a look may like it and then want to see more of it and then come and follow me and follow more of my content so 100 percent, definitely that's where i would go is you need to start planning your content. That's what I get all my customers to do, is start planning what you're going to talk about and when you're going to talk about it. And you don't always have to tie it constantly back into days that are happening, but it's a great place to start to make life a little bit easier for you because it's not easy coming up with ideas, but eventually those creative muscles, and it is a muscle, will get working, will start doing more, and you'll start going, okay, I don't necessarily need to tie that day back into that because I want to talk about X, or I want to talk about Y, or I want to talk about A, and you can do that. So basically what I would say is right now, sit down, what are we, the 27th, so you've got four days, three days, 30 days out of September, 14 and You've got four days um, left to um, come up with content for August and just plan your first month's content. Plan August's content. Plan what you're going to talk about through August and use that plan as a default diary. If things change, then that's fine. But use it as a default diary. Talk about what it is that you've got in your default diary. Create content connected to that and just see how much easier it makes life for you. Putting a plan in place really does make a huge difference, a massive difference to your content creation because you just know where you're going with it. And there's nothing worse than coming to content, and it's one of the biggest complaints I get from people is I just don't know what to talk about. If you've got a plan in place, you really will. Hopefully that helps. Um, okay, Ed's asking very quickly, back to the premier question. Um, that helps. Thanks, Simon. Uh, would you recommend setting most, even all videos, as a premier then? <sighs> yes and no if you were going to set them all as a premiere then i would definitely recommend trying to be on them because it's kind of like a push but if you've got one particular main piece of content a week then definitely put that as a premiere and just kind of make a big event of it and um, because that way it becomes a little bit more special if every single piece of content's a premiere it's a bit ugh. that's why like i i'll only premiere my main pieces of content, the two pieces of content that I film every week, those are the ones I'll premiere. Everything else, a bit like 
from the lives and the edits I take from the lives, they're just uploads that go up and then people can watch them um, on YouTube and on Facebook and wherever else I put them. So if you've got one main piece of content, I would definitely make that one main piece of content your premiere um, and then all the other content that you upload during the week, just make those general uploads, but try and stick to a specific time. It's a bit like EastEnders, a bit like Neighbours. I've said this before. If you can put your content out on a schedule at a specific time, it gives people that time frame in their minds that, okay, I might not necessarily be able to watch at 6 o'clock, but I know if I go there at 7, it will be there because his content's always live at 6. So rather than uh, one day I'll put it out live at 6 o'clock in the evening, another night it'll be 9 o'clock, the next day it'll be 10 o'clock in the morning. It's all a bit haphazard, all a bit all over the place. Because you haven't got an audience and you're trying to build them, you're trying to give them a level of comfort of understanding when your content's going to be there. So just put it out at the same time on the same days, and that way they'll get that schedule ingrained into them. And sometimes you even find people actually going, hang on a minute, where's the content today? Back in the day, I don't know if it still happens now, I don't really consume as much as I used to on YouTube. Um, I'm more learning rather than consuming other people's like vlogs and what have you. But back in the day, like when the Shaytards didn't put out a vlog for a few hours, people would be like, oh, my God, where's the vlog? What's going on? Um, and would get really upset on Twitter and on Facebook and on the groups and stuff like that. So, yeah, absolutely. I think that's um, – anyway, I think that's the way forward. Okay, last question, and this one comes through from Helen, who is running a beauty business and is wondering what type of video content she should be making. Okay. Um, for a beauty business, there is so much you could be doing right now. I've worked with a beauty agency in the past. I've worked with a couple of beauty companies, in fact, um, and a beauty coach as well. She um, coaches businesses who um, are looking to launch a product. She's called Rachel Whitaker. So if that's you, then definitely go and have a chat with her. Um, I'll put a link to her stuff in the section below as well. But anyway, I've worked with beauty companies in the past and beauty salons and stuff like that. There's so much value you could be giving in the content that you could be creating video-wise, let alone everything else. Video-wise, you could be teaching people processes of all sorts of different things, um, hair removal, massage techniques, what to do and what not to do with certain types of makeup. All, there's loads you could be doing. And so it's looking at who your audience is, as always, is your audience young, old? What are the kind of treatments that necessarily maybe if you are running a salon that you have more people coming in to look at and then thinking, right, okay, well, they're obviously interested in that kind of stuff. I'll make drips and drabs of the other content and then focus my energies on this specific type of content. So it could be pedicures or it could be manicures or how to do different types of manicures or how to paint different types of patterns on nails. It could be all sorts of different types of things. Some of the stuff we did when I was creating content with Vicky um, was like massage. How would you massage your partner? It's Valentine's Day. You want a romantic massage, but you don't want to hurt them. So taking people through the process of that. What we then did was also tie products back into that so that not only were people getting value from it, they were learning how to massage somebody safely, but also they were able to maybe buy a product. So she had a product called Orly Candles, and basically this was a candle that when it melted, it turned into a massage oil. So she would set the candles lit, and they were burning away, and she'd get some of the oil, and she did the massage, um, and it worked really, really well. It was a great piece of content, and we did lots of different types of things like that, where she's giving value, but also there's that potential of people going, 
oh, all the candles, great, right. Well, where's the link? Well, there's a link in her content uh, in a description. I'll click on that, I'll go buy one from her. So it becomes a potential of revenue as well as your giving value. So think about that kind of thing for your content. If I was you, if you're running a beauty salon or any type of beauty content, um, I think that's probably the way forward. If you look at a lot of the influencers, like the makeup people and all that kind of stuff, they will do a makeup tutorial and then all the makeups they used are used in like an affiliate coded below in the description box so that if you want to go buy what they've used, you go and buy what they've used and they make some money and you get a product that you know is going to be half decent because they've put their name behind it. It's not always the case. There are a lot of beauty people out there who might not necessarily be trained in what it is that it's all about. Um, but yeah, we won't go there. Um, Ed is asking what the name of it is. It's Orly Candles, O-R-L-I, not what you're seeing. Um, but they're really good. They're, they're really cool candles. Um, I've got a couple of them myself, actually. Um, not that I do any massaging, um, but they, they smell nice anyway. Um, right, anyway, I think that's it for today. We've gone through our questions that have come through. Ed's asked his questions. There's no questions on Instagram bunch of people watching but nobody saying hello and um, so hopefully you've got some value from this content if you have done please do click the thumbs up button that would be amazing it helps this content get seen by more people and you know what else helps is you moving your mouse or your thumb ever so slightly to one side and clicking the share button let your audience see this content if you think they're going to get value from it if you've got value and you have got other people who you know who run brands and businesses you think would get value from this don't keep it to yourself let's get as many people get to know about this content as humanly possible so click that share button whether you're watching on the live right now whether you're watching on the replay whether you're listening on the podcast which will be live tonight get this out to as many people as possible uh, thanks as always for watching go off now and practice your stilt walking or if you don't have a set of stilts, practice your patience. Remember, it's going to take you a while to build an audience, but it will happen. you just got to be patient and keep giving that value consistently. Until Wednesday, when I will be back again, thanks ever so much for watching. Stay safe in this current climate. And um, apparently on Wednesday, the weather's going to be better. So stay warm today, stay warm tomorrow, and then we can go and enjoy the sunshine on Wednesday. Have a good one. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.